We're back with On Second Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott. What do you see when you picture the South? Maybe trees draped in Spanish moss or plantations, rows of crops, civil rights icons, your mother's home cooking, or maybe the bustling interstates that now connect the region. Well, safe to say the South can be seen through many lenses, demonstrated by the High Museum of Art's ongoing Picturing the South project. The long-running series commissions photographers to add images to the collection following one rule. The photos have to be made in the South. The latest from the series is from photographer Alex Harris, which is now on view. He's one of the founders of the Center for Documentary Studies at Duke University, where he's taught for decades. The Atlanta native is joining us now from WUNC in Chapel Hill. Alex, good morning. Good morning, Virginia. Good to be here. Well, glad to have you with us. And no relation, Greg Harris. He is here in the studio with us, associate curator of photographer for the High Museum of Art. Greg, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Greg, first, the overarching thing, the Picturing the South project began in 96. What was behind this project? Uh, There were several projects that were being developed at the museum to coincide with the 1996 Olympics that are happening here in Atlanta. And... uh, the photography department wanted to do something that would introduce, you know, the world coming to, to the city to the region through the history of photography. So there was an exhibition that covered uh, the 19th century all the way to the present, uh, looking at the South through many different kinds of photographic storytellers. And they wanted that exhibition to be as current as possible. And so they commissioned three photographers, uh, Dawood Bay, Sally Mann and Alex Webb, to make new work that would be debuted in that exhibition. And that kind of kicked it off. It was so successful that we have done uh, nine other commissions since then, and it's been ongoing for the last 20-plus years. Yeah, so some big names there. Sally Mann certainly uh, just had a show at the High Museum. Yes. Is it common for a museum to commission, not just collect, in other words, works like these? Uh, it's fairly common for museums to commission work, but it's not often done in an ongoing series in such a focused way as the Picture in the South series um, has been. So, uh, you know, you know, an artist will have an exhibition and say, "Let's do some new work to go along with it," or we have this space. Why don't you do a you know a site specific installation to go along with it? But this is something that's really been very focused and has been ongoing uh, for for a very long time now, and that's fairly unusual. I don't know of any other museum in the U.S. at least that does anything like that. Well, Alex, you were the newest commissionee in your in your career. You've done largely documentary work, for example, in Hispanic villages in New Mexico or Inuit villages in Alaska. So how did you get involved with picturing the South? Well, I got involved because I had a phone call from the High Museum with this wonderful assignment to photograph anything I wanted in the South. And in some ways, it was too good an assignment because it, it it's hard to focus when you can do anything. And it took me a while, but I remembered an experience I'd had a decade earlier photographing on a set of a Steven Soderbergh film, Che, in Mexico. And the freedom that I had from the producer to photograph in any way that I wanted on the set. And eventually I came around to the idea of what would it be like if I could photograph on southern narrative film sets if I could get on, say, five or 10 or 20 or, as it turns out, 41 different film sets over a couple of years, what would the pictures say? How would they uh, resonate with one another? And the the show, the accompanying show, is Our Strange New Land, which is now on view, documenting film sets, so for movies shot across the South. Movies 
they're staged, they're produced narratives. How did that feel differently from the documentary work you'd done before? Well, I thought it would be very different. And um, in fact, it was not that different from photographing so-called real life. Uh, I uh, I remembered on the Soderbergh set that for the extras, for the people who were there playing Cubans um, fighting the the uh, Batista regime, for them it was real. It was uh, the emotions. That's what I found on Southern film sets. Uh, the emotions, the ways that people interacted with, with one another, those reflected the way that we move through the world. That's the experience that the, the filmmakers are are drawing on. And uh, what was really different for me, though, was that in my documentary work or my more traditional documentary work, it might take me weeks or months or years to get to know people well enough to photograph moments that are intense or emotional or to be to be close to those moments. And on a film set, once I had permission to be there and once I uh, had the confidence of, say, the assistant director who, who uh, controlled what was happening on set, I could photograph these moments in a matter of minutes. Mm. And it, it was really a photographer's dream to work on this project. Yeah, so the drama is already there on some level, you know, both with what's going on in the story and the, and, and the set. So, so what do we see there, Greg? What comes out of that? Alex did really a, an amazing job of giving you a sense of kind of what's going on before the camera. So there's some of the pictures that you look at. And it looks like this immaculately lit, incredibly dramatic scene. And then there's other times he pulls back and you can see the edges of the production. You can see, you know, the, the grips and the, the camera workers kind of working around things and you can see the edges of the production and what's going on. And then he also kind of flipped all the way around the other way and you could see what's happening around the set that's not even part of the, the production. So there's this uh, great flow between what's being staged and created for the camera and what's just kind of happening in real life around, around the set. So you get, um, you get a you know real a really deep sense of everything that happens that goes into making a production and just kind of what what everything that contributes to making that story. Let me ask about the choice there, though, Alex. You weren't when you look around at the crew; it's not dozens and dozens of people, but maybe four or five or six in some cases. You weren't working on these blockbuster film sets, not Marvel movies, in other words. And nor were they documentaries. They're independent films and fictional, so not dozens of... It's very intimate. Why did you make that choice? Well, I made that choice for a very practical reason first, that it would have been difficult to get on this many sets if I'd tried to get permission to be on some of the bigger films. But also, uh, I already knew, and I think most of us know, uh, we have images in our mind from the films that we see on Netflix and Amazon so often, and I wanted to enter a new world, to explore a different world, which is the world of the imaginations of a new generation of narrative filmmakers in the South. And uh, that's what I did, and I found that I actually had something to offer them uh, because I would give pictures back to the filmmakers and they could use them in any way they wanted, and then I was free to photograph in any way that I wanted. Hmm. And these are not film stills, which has a great tradition in photography, but you are actually taking pictures of the sets or the crew or the scenes on the periphery. You know, Virginia, I started out thinking, I'm just going to photograph what's happening in front of the lens. And as Greg said, I just became fascinated by 
what was happening behind the scenes on a film the way the the or or what was happening when say a director was trying to speak to an actor who's who's on on film for the first time and trying to coach that actor or uh what was happening as people in the communities around the film went about their daily lives and and i found that those those moments outside the set were as interesting as those moments that were in front of the camera and it it just struck me that and you see this in the pictures that it's sometimes hard to tell the difference between a picture that's say of an actor in front of the camera or uh someone who's who's just um uh sitting or talking with someone outside the set and it it just made me think of the ways in which we're we're really all actors in our own lives mm. uh, uh you know practicing our lines refining our characters really playing ourselves that's the photographer Alex Harris, the newest in the Picturing the South series at the High Museum. Gregory Harris is also with us. He's Associate Curator of Photography at the High Museum. So, Greg, the, the photographers in Picturing the South do not have to be from the South, but they have to make their photos in the South. So how do different photographers approach this task differently? Uh, a lot of the photographers work in, I guess what we call a documentary tradition. They're responding to the world kind of as it is, trying to tell some story or evoke some sense of, you know, the way life is lived, what the landscape is like, you know, the infrastructure, um, industry around the city, uh, the city, excuse me, around the region. Um, and others work in more, um, kind of evocative ways that give you a, just a, a general feeling and, and an emotional tone about about a place. So Sally Mann, for example, um, she started working um, on landscape photography as part of this commission that she received from the high and began experimenting with alternative photographic processes. So she was working with a large camera and 19th century materials, and that gave a very different tone to the pictures. And it allowed her to not just engage with the South and the present, but also connect to the South's past. Um, she's very interested in how the land is the, bears the marks of, of history. And she was able to do that through a combination of the subjects that she photographed, you know, um, plantations, um, the rural landscape, uh, but then the, the materials that she was using kind of evoked some of those ghosts of the past that she could kind of you know feel lurking in in these places, which had you know a fraught history, you know often related to to slavery in the Jim Crow South. So she was able to kind of pull that out through a combination of her choices of subject matter and uh, and material. And so it's not necessarily about a specific event or a specific story, but it's about creating a general feeling of um, of the South through through photographs. And Alex, what kind of feeling do you think you were getting? I mean, we're looking at Georgia developing its film industry. It's called Yollywood, you know, huge $9.5 billion industry. Um, what did you notice about, as you were taking photographs of, of the South in contemporary America, what resonated with you historically? What resonated with me was... First of all, the diversity of voices, of, of visions that we're now getting in filmmaking. I, th I think uh, so many of the filmmakers that I worked with were uh, female directors or producers. They were African-American. Uh, they were Hispanic. And it, it was just fascinating to see those perspectives. And I, I think in many ways I was taking a look at the South coming to terms with matters of race and class and sexuality uh, that are, are themes and issues across the country. Uh, one of the things that struck me is, I think, how much the South is like the rest of the country now.
Well, so some, one of the things that I noticed looking at the show is that, as you said, you know, you look, maybe there's a photograph of someone smoking a cigarette, taking a break, or somebody messing with little props. But there's, or, or, or you know, you have the person who's the actor who is splayed out dead, and, and there's somebody there with the, you know, syringe full of blood, fake <laughs> blood that they put on. Right. So, so in a way, kind of puncturing this illusion of, of, of what we see on the film set, what is, what, is that an attempt that you were trying to do there, trying to change the way we look at what's presented in film? Well, you know, uh, there's, it's a really good question. And I, I think what happened to me was when I, I work instinctively and when I was photographing certain scenes that were so graphic and so difficult, the one you mentioned of a, of a man who'd been, who'd been shot and was lying on the ground and, uh, others, uh, there are two police officers, one black, one white. And they're just in this terrific argument with one another. I found that if I included the camera in the picture, then uh, I needed to puncture that uh, that illusion because I, I didn't want to make art out of uh, the tragedy that I was seeing in front of me. And it it, it was it, it just was instinctive to include the camera in many of these photographs. So, as you're looking at contemporary films, do you do you think they're different from how the South was depicted in the past? Let's say you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. Well, I think every generation uh, can look back on the films that were made before and be surprised by it. And it happens with all of us when we look at a film that's made from a different era. Uh, and some of the things that make us cringe a bit by the who's telling who's telling the story, their attitudes about race or class. And I think things uh, things have really changed in that way that uh, because of the diversity of voices that I was was talking about that. Mm -hmm. And this is called Strange New Land. Alex's works are going to be added to the existing collection of something like 200 works from previous photographers, some now in storage. So the High is developing a pretty significant collection of work about the South, of the South and about the South. It is almost like the High is creating its own survey of Southern photography. Yeah, about, about a third of the collection, of the photography collection, is either... Uh, of Southern subject matter or by Southern artists. So it's a fairly significant portion of our collection, and it's one of the largest uh, photography collections that, that looks at photography of the South. And you know, because you know, we're you know, right in the heart of the region, we are trying to tell that story, the, the, the history of this medium. Um, and you know, so much has happened in the South that is relevant to the history of photography. We think about the, you know, the early photographs of the Civil War, which were the first photographs, some of the first photographs made of, of combat or the aftermath of combat. And that all happened in the South, and that was pretty momentous for the history of photography. And then documentary photography in the 1930s that was uh, commissioned by the Farm Security Administration as part of the New Deal, that a lot of the, the greatest pictures from that work, people like Walker Evans and Dorothy Lang, they were working in the South. So a lot of the, the history of American photography has actually taken place here, but it's not often highlighted in that way. And so one of the things that we're trying to do is emphasize uh, the role that that this place has had in the larger narrative of the history of photography. Mm. Alex, uh, we've got a minute left. You're a photographer, of course, a documentarian. Did your perspective of the South change in doing this project? Well, it did in personal ways and in other ways. In personal ways, I've, I've been such a loner by necessity and by choice as a photographer, and all of a sudden I was part of something bigger on these movie sets, a group effort to create a work that would evoke 
uh, a story that they hoped would resonate widely. And and I think I got to meet a whole uh, group of people who were uh, the actors and the actresses, the filmmakers who were engaged in narrative storytelling. And I've personally been uh, making these individual images. And now I had a chance to, to make create my own narrative about the South out of the images from all these different sets. Uh, I think I was just struck by, again, by the diversity and the, the engagement of people to... Uh, these are people who need to tell the story that they're telling. They're not doing it necessarily for financial gain. This is a personal story they're telling that uh, that they hope will resonate widely. Alex Harris, thanks so much for speaking with us. Thank you. Thank you, Virginia. Strange New Land is the name of his show. He's one of the founders of the Center for Documentary Studies at Duke University, where he also teaches. His work from the highs, Picturing the South series, is on view until May 3rd. Greg Harris, thanks so much. Thank you. There's more on Second Thought coming up in just a minute. Stay with us for more.